This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Tish Bell, who has learned that her financial failures have allowed her to focus on her beliefs. And now she wants to achieve a millionaire mindset. Hello, millionaire is what hashtag Tish speaks in designing her spiritual and faith-based life with immense purpose. Listen in and learn how this everyday leader is changing the world. Start your personal growth journey today. Learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com, where you can register for classes to develop your own leadership strategies, or gather with us each morning for our leadership devotionals. You can also invest in yourself with personal life coaching. You can still help us fill the Airstream Mobile Studio with shoes and backpacks. We're supporting Olivia Russo Hood's Save the Earth Project and our own Hoosier Foster Care Agencies. Go to everydayleaders.com for our schedule of local collection sites and dates. for being on Everyday Leaders 50 in 50. Hello, millionaire Tish Bell. Thank you for coming on today, girl. I am so excited to share your journey. I'm excited to be here. Hi, Mel, Everyday Leaders 50 in 50. (laughs) This is so great. We've been working on this for a few months to say, what's the right timing? And today is the day. Uh, perfect day you are doing so many things so i'm gonna before we even get into this hashtag speak tish speak (laughs) tish everybody go there follow this woman she is making an impact in the world by just delivering her beliefs and this is what the show is about having people understand what you believe developing strategies to overcome obstacles in your life and what you believe tish is that Every one of us has the capacity in our five spheres of influence, this big one that's financial, that is so critical to our survival. You, your message, your message is, hello, millionaire, believe it and you can become it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I grew up, I'm from North Carolina. I grew up, um, from a single parent home. I lived with my father. My parents divorced early. And when I went to school, when I went up to college, I had a ton of student loan debt. That was the only way that I could go. So as I, you know, I got older, became a more responsible and somewhat irresponsible debt of um, irresponsible with my finances, I had to learn how to be disciplined. I had to learn so many valuable and hard lessons along the way. And as I truly grew to 
to determine my worth, to realize that I had value and that I had to have wisdom to make it in life. I started to make some changes. And I just believe that all of us have the capacity to grow, to become what, you know, God has called us to become and to really be wise in our finances. And now we're living in a time where we see that the practical wisdom that we should have applied years ago is so needed now. And we have just not been tuned into it. You know, it's like one of those things you're aware of, but you don't really have to use it because everything else is so easy. And you kind of put it on the back burner and you say, well, I'll get to that when I have to, right? When I have to. And and now's the time you have to. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And it, and it feels real and it feels uncomfortable, you know, and people are like yeah. complaining and like, why? I've, I, you know, for a lot of good reasons. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening that's way beyond our control. And I'm not yeah. making light of this at all because there are a lot of really serious situations and people are in a lot of financial distress. And so, you know, it, but it's when you have the right mindset to say, no matter how bad it is, no matter how bad it is. It could be having to file bankruptcy just because of these last three weeks that we've been experiencing mm-hmm. with this COVID-19 and the, and the shutdown. Uh, and, and that could have really impacted you in such horrible ways. But don't yeah. give up, right? Don't give up because there no. is always an answer to rebuild. But, you know, I just believe, and I'm strong in my faith, I believe that there is an answer to every prayer. We may not always understand the answer or appreciate how our prayers are answered, but there is an answer and there is a solution. And all of us have been impacted according to our financial responsibility in one way or another with what's happening. All of us. And, you know, you even when you are on the journey to building wealth, you have to put your trust in God. You can't put your trust in money or any man-made system. You have to put your trust in him and know that everything will truly be all right. He gives us wisdom. He gives us principles in his word. You know, we're surrounded by wisdom and teachers and, you know, people that, um, that have wisdom that we learn and we glean from. But ultimately, our trust and our faith is in him. And we're in a critical time now where we are all being stretched out in our faith. We're all being stretched out with our trust in God. And we're also being stretched out as humans in the system that, you know, that we're living in. But there are some valuable lessons that we can still glean from all of this. And every storm, every storm has that silver lining. And God is with us in the midst of this. So we are all impacted. But I just believe that, you know what, it's not the end. Um, We can learn. We can grow um, from this. The growing pains are hard. They're, they're challenging. We are all human. But I just don't believe that our, that this is just, you know, the end, regardless of your situation. Mm-hmm. If you had to file bankruptcy, it doesn't matter. Things will turn around. Things yeah. will turn around for you. I strongly believe that. Well, and I want the message, you know, and I love having you on here right now. This is the perfect timing, the perfect timing, because I think about so many people, they say, well, you know, Dave Ramsey says you should have a thousand dollars in your just, you know, emergency fund and you should have six months of savings. Well, but how many people really live in that world that are day to day that the middle class, right? The most of our society, the middle class that have to survive. 
And, you know, people that everything has been shut down. We could not have prepared right. for anything like this. You know, the colleges are, are shut down. Everything that has been in our normal realm of a day-to-day activity, it's changed for everybody. So it's not like one right. class of population is saying, oh, we're struggling more. Everybody has, well, it may be harder for other people. I'm not saying that at all. And I hope, uh, you know, I have a lot of compassion for everybody that has their unique mm-hmm. situation. But we've all been told on March 13th, you have to stop. You can no longer do what you were doing the way that you were doing it. And, right. and because, you know, this is a, um, a, a situation we don't have any control over. And we have to believe in our faith and we have to follow the guidelines that have been set out for us to say, if we do these things, if we wash our hands, if we social distance, you know, because this type of virus is so infectious and it Mm -hmm. is contagious. And so it's scary. It's really scary. Uh, But like you said, if we have to start from the ground again, if we have to start from the foundation, we've got to lean on those things that we can believe in, that we know that are true. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where our faith, our community, you know, being able to kind of say, it's okay. And it's not that we failed. It's not that we didn't prepare. You know, these are things that we talk about that these are obstacles. These are true obstacles that we've got to figure Mm -hmm. out for ourselves. How does that foundation look for us? And that's the unique part, right? Right. And, you know, even um, with the day rent fee principle principle and saving a thousand dollars and it's all practical but no one prepares you how to prepare for a catastrophe right because even though you have saved a thousand dollars and you know if you've paid off all your debt you're in a different position than someone who has debt however you know we're looking at the middle class so i'm a part of the middle class you know i'm i'm i work every single day all day all night it seems like but um you're looking at okay you have um your income you have a family where are you going to you're trying to pinch and pull the money to set aside but this here is not just a rainy day this is a, a catastrophic storm that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So even following the principles, even if you have money in the stock market, like I do, it has dwindled down. So what do you do? You follow the principles, but guess what? You're still back at a level field to some degree. And that's why you have to have your faith in something stronger um, than you. you. You have to have your faith in God because without that strong foundation, the hits that a lot of people are taking, the anxiety and the pain and the pressure will take you out here faster than the virus. Because there are people dying that's not on the news that have been affected by COVID, whether loved ones have passed away, whether their money has fell. Just the anxiety of it is putting people in mental hospitals. Mm -hmm. People are having heart attacks. This stress is really taking a toll on people. So your faith has to be in that first. You cannot put your faith um, you know, in money, it's good to follow, you know, the 10%, 20% uh, rule and, and all of that. That's, that's wonderful. And I don't knock those principles, but you can do all of that. And still today, if you are a middle age, um, a middle class earner, still today, you have followed that. And within three months or six months, that entire savings can be wiped out. Mm-hmm. And now you're back at zero with no income. So how do we grow from there? 
Right. And it's having our faith to say, okay, God, what is it that you would have me to do? Because you did not put me here to just exist. You did not put me here to just survive and to struggle. That is not your purpose for me. So I need to tune into my faith, tune into my prayer life, and find out what I should be doing at this time. How do I need to, um, you know, shift my life, shift my lifestyle? Yes, we're sitting at home, but guess what? Your grocery bill is probably three times more than what it was because your kids are eating all the time. Mm -hmm. So... Even if you put this money aside, now you're spending more, you know, over here. You're using utilities all day long where before everyone was out of the house and you just used it at night. So these are things to think about. And even with all of the deferments and, the, um, you know, just the, the postponement of bills, there's going to be a due date, whether it's May, whether it's June, whether it's August. Mm-hmm. And that money is going to be due. So you still have to be practical during this time but have your faith in something bigger than your paycheck. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And, you know, and it's different for everybody. And that's the empathy yeah. part where, you know, it, there's not like a solution. Like you, you don't have to feel like a failure right now because right. of the things that are happening beyond your control. And and I, I really want to stress that because a lot of people are feeling like, well, I should have been prepared. I'm beating myself up because I wasn't smart enough I didn't manage my life well enough to, to have this, you know, come on to us. And now I don't know what to do. And, you know, the panic of listening to the media saying this could be a surge that lasts through October or November. And, and so right. you hear a lot of people, you know, when the first, and we're recording this in the middle of April. Um, and so I, I want to just kind of talk through this because when we started March 13th, and we said March 13th was the day, you know, kind of like 9-11. We're going to all remember March 13th was the day that it was, okay, this was announced officially that we have to stop doing things that we normally did. And so, you know, anything that you do routine, three weeks, you think it becomes a habit. And right. so here we've been three weeks into this. And a lot of people have figured out how to isolate normally. Many people have been in quarantine because they've been exposed uh, and and so a lot of, of a lot of fear and a lot of negativity has been going on. And so I, I think, you know, what we're trying to do is help bring positivity back and knowing that you actually can have control over a part of this that doesn't have mm-hmm. to take you down. Uh, and so, you know, figuring out your strategies for your finances and, and really just getting a hold of calling those creditors and figuring out, you know, when that can be due and being realistic about it and not panicking, um, be- right? you know, because there are a lot of resources out there to help you get and continue in that mindset of, hey, if you were successful and this all just kind of got taken out from under you, like the, the rug or the, you know, the tablecloth that a magician's show, <laughs> the tablecloth's gone, right? It's all changing for every single one of us. And, and so to have that confidence to say, here's a resource uh, that could be uh, that could be used, or that I, d- I didn't know about, and, and so get on the internet and just learn what you don't know, so that you yeah. can get through this. Uh, because you just, it's okay that you don't know it, right? It's okay that you don't know it. Absolutely, and you know you have to have um, faith over fear, and you even have to borrow faith. 
you know, I love it's that. like Wonder Woman. I love you know? that. Borrow faith. Yes. Yes, <laughs> girl. Yes. Faith. Speak, Tish. Um, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a TED Talk, and I, I can't remember her name. I want to say Amy, but I'm not sure. She was just talking about some of the different power poses. And she talked about the Wonder Woman power pose and just standing in the mirror and like, you know, standing in that woman, Wonder Woman power pose with your hands on your hips. And that's how you're going to have to face this. You're going to have to like kind of shoot up into Wonder Woman or Superman and say, I can handle this. I can get through it. And guess what? The creditors that you're talking to, they are just as terrified as you. Because they have families and they have responsibilities and they are just doing a job, but they're trying to work out things in their own life. So, you know, the best way to defeat a lion is to walk right up to it and face the fierceness. And that's what we, you know, we have to do. You have to just borrow the faith and say, you know what, what would Wonder Woman do? Sometimes I go to, you know, what would Oprah do? Mm-hmm. Like, how would Oprah, you know, handle this situation? And... You, you know, it's easy to say not to be afraid. I get it. I think it's a universal um, fear. Of course it is. The, the whole earth is being affected by this. But at the same time, you don't have to um, succumb to it. Because you said something earlier, Mel. You said we, there is some level of control over this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to react to everything, but we can respond and, and still stay in our power. You know, what can you do? What can you do during this time? Just make a list of here's what I can do. Here's what I can pay. Here's um, what I'm committed to doing. Here's what my, I'm committed to my family that we're as a family we're going to do during this time and go with it from there. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just go with it from there. We've seen, um, you know, throughout the U.S. economy, and, and globally, there have been times of feast and there have been times of famine. We always bounce back. There's all, you know, the pendulum will swing to the other side. This is one of the downturns. I felt this in 2008. And when I worked in real estate in Atlanta, I felt the, the, the breaking point, the, the, the negative debt, all of the, the all of it. You, I, I felt it and I lived through that. And guess what? The only thing that kept me, I keep going back to my faith in God. And then, of course, borrowing the faith and just digging my way out, digging my way out of this, loading myself up with knowledge. You don't have to become a financial expert overnight. But just grab your bills, see what you owe, and just start negotiating those rates. And that's going to relieve pressure off of you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the pressure that I, I sense people are feeling is they don't know and they're afraid to take action because they're paralyzed by the fear. Now, I have to admit, I do not own a TV. Um, I have not owned a TV in probably 15 years. One of the reasons why I don't own a TV, and I'm not advocating that people get rid of their TVs because I may, you know, decide to buy one in six months. I don't know. But during the time that I went through a lot of um, drama, you know, in 2007, 2008, I realized then I could not watch the news because it kept feeding me with fear. Now, this is not against any news. This is not political or anything. But I, being the person that I am and and being very sensitive, I had to just kind of exit all of the negative stuff out of my life. And that was getting rid of the TV Mm -hmm. and getting rid of the the news. And so I would look at it on an as-needed basis. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when you're out and about with people, they're going to talk about what's on the news. So I do tune into... 
um, things that come from uh, the White House or things that come from the CDC. And I get information all the time, you know, by working in um, real estate. I get um, information all the time, but I can't get caught up in all of the new stuff because my just me as a as a sensitive person can really be affected by it. And that also affects your emotions and your anxiety as well. Mm -hmm. But grab that list and do what you can do and realize we are all, whether you're a billionaire or a millionaire or whether you, you work at McDonald's, it doesn't matter. Everyone has been affected, but don't judge your story by someone else's story. Because if I look at, you know, someone who's a multi-billionaire and say, well, they don't understand what I'm feeling. See, I'm comparing myself. But if I just say, you know what, what do I need to do to make the best out of this situation for myself and my family and my household? Then that's what I, you know, get that plan of action and put that in place. And you will breathe much easier. Mm -hmm. You know, just face it. You will, it will just relax you and you can take that nice deep breath and say, you know what? It will be okay for us. And we can only do what we can do because you can't really go out and buy lottery tickets. I don't play the lottery, but you know, everything shut down. So it's not like some magic money pill is just going to explode for you. You can't really get out and find another job because a lot of jobs have shut down. They're closed down. So there are opportunities that you can do. Maybe there's a skill that you have. Maybe there's a trade or, or something that you can do from home. Just something. There's something creative that, possibly you can do but in the meantime don't stress yourself out just do what you can do just mm -hmm. do what you can do well and I love how you just said that there are so many things I wrote notes down on here but you know so people are saying oh people are always just telling me well just create something on your own don't get so stressed out just use this time to be creative and I think when you let us just through that where you think someone has lost their job and financially, they're so stressed out. Like the finances are the key to how we feel successful, you know, or how yeah. we have to keep our families uh, with the lights on and the food and, you know, the shelter. Those are those are things that aren't luxuries. Those are necessities. Right. right. And so uh, if if they're struggling with things like that, you can't even feel the sense of like, oh, I can go help somebody. I could go make you know, mask for the hospitals. I could go bake cookies because they're not in that mindset. They're in that survival right. mindset. And, and that's a really scary place to be when you're in a survival mindset uh, because, oh, yeah. you know, and we've all been there at some point. And I think it's really important to connect to the people that are listening to this right now that are saying, I am there because all these mm -hmm. triggers, you know, they may have, family that is now together that has never been together or the family may not you know it may not be a good environment but now you're isolated in that environment and so that's um you know those are kind of the things that if if they are able to figure out a simple solution right where it's taking control of the things that you can control in your mind that are uh, that are triggers that are things that you know, if I could have one influence or one change that could make this feel 10% better, <laughs> or if I can turn social media off for one hour a day, because that is just getting me so upset and creating so much fear, like trying right. strategies like that, going for a walk an hour a day to get outside, <laughs> right? If it's by yourself, absolutely, whatever, 
go find a pet, you know, go, go, uh, you know, if the shelter's open, adopt a pet, you know, have some, some sense of control in your life. And, mm-hmm. uh, because I do, I hear you, what you say is, uh, the triggers, the triggers, the triggers. And, and those are things that we have to start taking control over and mm-hmm. that will give you a sense of, oh, right. <laughs> that just, that simple sense yeah. of like, I'm okay. I'm going to get through this. And, and, and we will, as a nation and as a people, we definitely will get through it. You know, one of the things I do every day, I go walking. Um, and, and during this time, because I can't go to the gym, and I guess I should reword that. Like, you know, I was like starting back my gym journey after spring and then, bam, you know, <laughs> gym shut down. But I go walking every day, getting that fresh air in. People need to understand quarantine does not mean you stay shut up in your house with all the windows closed and the doors down. That is going to create a depression. So go for a walk in your family. And, you know, do a gratitude walk. Do a prayer walk as you're walking. Um, you know, just, just turn off your devices or turn on, turn on your walk of music and just begin to pray and begin to just do gratitude because, you know what, it, it always could be so much worse. Just begin to think. God, you know what? We're alive. We're safe. We're able to walk. You know, we're able to get out. If you're in an area or in a city where you're able to, you know, walk around, you're able to get that fresh air in, think of a different uh, perspective. And call people that you know um, maybe having a challenging time and just even have a five or ten minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Like make make a list. There's something that I do every day. I make a list of people that I'm going to text, something motivational to, you know, and they always say it's right on time um, because people love to be uplifted. You know, you can even send them a poem or send them a John Maxwell quote or you can send them a Melanie quote. Like you're one of the most positive people that I know. But, okay, I'm going to get back to topic, but you, I had to get that plug in. You know, tune into everyday leaders, like stay on that page, uh, unfollow, even on your social media, just some of the conspiracy theorists that are bringing you down and tune into your positivity and tune into, you know, your faith. And that's something I do. Like I said, I'm here all day. There's no TV on, so I don't know what's happening. You know, I, I may get on to some of the news channels or whatever, pull up on the laptop. But other than that, I'm just, trying to be a positive source for myself, for my family, for my friends, for people that I've come in contact with. Um, you know, if I'm out and I'm at the grocery store and I'm six feet away and I'm just like, you know what, intentional. I'm going to give you a hand wave and let you know that it's going to be okay because I do feel the human emotion. Um, I do feel what people are going through. I, I have friends who are in the hospital fighting this disease now. So, you know, I had to also be intentional about how I responded with, with the words that I say and the prayers that I pray. And every day we have these 24 hours, and that's what we should be focused on getting through and making sure that we are okay in the process. But mm-hmm. the daily walk will help you to get that fresh air, to breathe. Thank God for breath. You know, thank God for life. And know that it, it will turn around. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. It will pass. We don't know when. We don't know how. But you have to have your faith in that so that you don't, you know, break down from anxiety and all the other pressures of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think something that we was interesting, I I was in a group the other morning and we were talking about the timing, right? So some things that you are aware of because 
you've been told, like there's a certain date, right? You get prepared for Easter, you get prepared for Christmas. You're working your way up to your mindset about that. And so what we were talking about is March 13th was the date, right? What we've said here uh, earlier of the day that we said we have to be isolated. We have to start changing our lifestyle. And then we were told, hey, we want to keep you guys safe until the 1st of April. So through the end of March, a couple of weeks, you know, we think this is going to, we're going to have some understanding about this. And then when they came Mm -hmm. back and said through May 1st, right, it kind of changed everybody's attitude. Like everybody started to get a little more anxious because what we first thought we saw was a little bit of control. Now it's kind of turned into, you have to change your habits and you have to change behaviors and you have to really start to strategize not just that two weeks but for potentially longer potentially a month potentially two months or three months and so people are starting to really think into okay if I had to do this even longer right and many of the military people that I talked to have said well they've been trained for isolation for maybe three or four weeks at a time and so you know if you've learned those techniques but you're stepping into this for the very first time and saying, I have to live on my faith. Well, that's a lot easier said than done when you've yeah. got, you don't understand what I'm going through, girl, you know, and, and that's what you can hear uh, your neighborhood, right? If you knocked on every single door in your neighborhood, you would hear a different story from every single neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think, but having the capacity to knock these triggers off in our life that, that give us mm-hmm. stress, that make us feel we're comparing ourselves to the neighbor or it looks like they're doing fine, right? They're buying enough groceries to get them through or maybe your other neighbor can't afford to go get groceries right now. Uh, and so I think that's where uh, some of the things that you're, you're just constantly talking about here, Tish, is, is so important for us to just be better citizens be better neighbors, be better humans, mm-hmm. be, you know, show up for people and, and stop concentrating on those things that are making us create this fear. Cause you know, if you, if you're a person of faith, you want to do good for others. And now right. that we have to remain social distance, but there are so many things that are being created in our communities um, that are for, for good. And so there's so much, Mark Cuban was on uh, an interview the other night and he was talking about, you know, Think about the things in 9-11 that were created, the companies that were created out of this. And so if you, um, you know, just stop and think about the gaps uh, that are currently that you need to survive. Those may be things that um, you have neighbors or friends that could help you, you know, really start something online to just make people aware of. And you never know where that's going to go. Absolutely. And you see, I, I, I have seen um, a lot of business emerge from this. I mean, I've seen people making masks that I didn't even know could sell, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> you know, and it's a need. Um, think about all of the DoorDash workers or people that are doing food deliveries. They're constantly um, busy. And here's a good idea. I, I'll throw this out there. Um, you know, a lot of restaurants or people that are in the social media. They need your help. 
you know, because people aren't necessarily coming to the restaurants. They don't know it what's open, what's not, the advertising and the marketing. You know, so it's so many different ideas for people who are ready to jump into that. But if you're not ready to, you know, unleash your creativity and because everything, you know, things are different for everybody. Right. Everybody's in a different place. But ask to say, well, what can I do? Right. And for some of you, you might just need to rest. Yep. You know, this might not be a time for you to do anything. This could be a time for you to just get the long needed rest. I look at, um, you know, my own life, just traveling and businesses and just so many different things that even when I do take a vacation, um, it's not really a vacation because I'm either speaking, I may tag an extra day on, but to just actually sit at home, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that I had these clothes in the closet. It's time to declutter, you know? Mm Some of us need to just take a moment, just pause that's happening and say, okay, I'm just going to pause. Because there's there's not not too much that you really, I mean, there are things you can do, but it's out of your physical control. You can't rush the virus. You can't slow it down. I mean, you can't do anything. So you just have to take a pause in your personal life and know the season that you're in. But for those who are like creative and looking for opportunities, the opportunities are always there. Um, Nothing, you know, it's during crisis that, uh, leaders emerge and, you know, just your message and what you're speaking could be an encouragement and an empowerment to someone. You know, when things are good, I don't need to be motivated. I don't need to be uplifted when things are, are good, right? But when things are challenging, I need someone to speak to my heart and, and speak to my faith and speak to where I am to let me know that it truly will be okay and provide a message of substance. So it, it's a time now that things are dying off and things are emerging just within our own soul. So we let go of what we need to let go of. And then we embrace the season that we're in and know that my season is different for my neighbors and my family and and other people around me. So I'm not going to look to them in comparison, but I'm going to look at what do I need to be doing? What does Tish need to be doing right now in this moment? Where can I be best effective? What is it that I can say, do, create? What can I do? Or do I just need to rest? Mm -hmm. Do I just need to be, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So powerful, Tish. (laughs) I am telling you. You know, and one of the quotes that came to me as I was writing here with with what you were talking about is uh, John Maxwell, my mentor. I just love him. When he said something a couple of weeks ago, And it was a quote of what you view, you do. Wow. And I think that really sums up what we've been talking about is if you can remove the visual triggers, the Mm -hmm. audio, the, you know, the audio triggers, the social triggers, the human Mm -hmm. triggers, the financial triggers. If you can see that differently then you can really do something about it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because we, you know, when we look at the social triggers, the visual triggers, the audio triggers, all it does is reinforce um, the same message of fear. So clear it out, put in a new message, a new sound, a new tone, a new sight, you know, um, even in your household, just put in a, a whole new sight. And look at things, look, put up what you want. You know, I mean, I know people can't go out and go shopping, but this may be a time now I'm big on clutter. 
you know, I'm, I'm all about clearing the clutter and just having like a minimal space. Like I'm a minimalist. Most people don't believe it, but I'm a minimalist, extroverted minimalist. And I just have what makes me smile mm-hmm. and what makes me uh, feel good about life and feel good about myself and, and what smells good. So, clear, you know, clear your space out. This may be a time now um, to just clear your space so that when you open that drawer, it's, it's clean, it's empty. You're not uh, inviting on more anxiety and more stress. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's excellent. You know, John, Matt, you know, he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everyone should tune in to his messages right now. They're needed more than ever. And oh. you're doing a tremendous job with that, with the Bible studies and all that you're doing in the morning. This is the time now that we need to hear these messages and, and begin to live them. Even though we're in a quarantine situation, you can still live what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can yeah. start applying these. And I guess I want to challenge people that are listening to this, uh, that, you know, are listening to the TV and the media. So one hour, if we look at the 24 hours in our day, the one hour yeah. that you're up in the day. So maybe that's more because now you're watching movies and you're binging on Netflix, but take one hour today for the, whenever you're listening to this, one hour today or tomorrow in your schedule, if you're listening to it at night, and just block that time out for you. Turn your phone off, turn the TV off, turn your family off, go to a separate room, just get a white piece of paper and a pen and just start writing about your thoughts for one hour. I would love to challenge people to do this. Yeah. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. And that one hour... People don't need you. When you realize, when you turn your phone off for an hour, if you're addicted, like many of us have been, oh, yeah. I'll put myself in that category. But because if, if you turn your phone off for one hour and just concentrate on the, th- the thoughts that are in your mind, you know, nobody misses you. <laughs> you get back on social media or email and you realize it didn't matter if I responded right now or in an hour. Exactly. But what it does for you is you gain that confidence in what mm-hmm. you feel and what you think and where you need to focus in that one hour. So I really want to encourage people to to do that and try to remove those triggers that are really making you feel um, powerless and less confident and afraid. Yeah. 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 And, and and you will see the um, the calmness that you will feel. I laugh because when I started to turn off my phone, I realized, I used to say, oh, no, but what if someone calls? But there's a 911. Haven't had a 911 emergency in 40 years, Mm -hmm. you know? So (laughs) it's like, that's your time of solitude and peace. And after a week, after a day, after you do it the first time, you're going to feel a difference. But just imagine after you continue on for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you're going to be a much different person. And you're going to respond to things um, differently too. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll respond with a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Speak <laughs> Tish, speak Tish girl. <laughs> Hashtag speak Tish. Hello millionaire. This has been such a pleasure to have you on today. I just absolutely love you. My heart just wants to give you a big hug right now. Uh, love that we've connected and, um, 
How can we, how can the listeners get a hold of you, Tish? I know you speak everywhere. You're always on, you know, you've been traveling so much, but what, what can we do to get a hold of you and how can I celebrate you? You know what? Right now during quarantine, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, all of my engagements, which like everyone, they're all they're all canceled or postponed. And um, but what I've just been doing is continuously publishing uh, motivational messages um, to just encourage people, to encourage them to to be wonderful and to be valuable. Uh, to love themselves and to love one another, to love the life that God has given them, and that this too shall pass. Like during this time, I'm, I, you know, this too shall pass. So you can follow me on Facebook at Tishbell, Twitter, X, uh, Twitter, and Speak Tish, and the same on Instagram, Speak Tish. And we'll be doing some lives and just connect with me there. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, we definitely will. We love you. Thank you for your messages of encouragement, of empowerment, of helping people understand that they can take control over their lives and every yeah. single person can become a millionaire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you. And everybody connect to Tish and, uh, and do it now. Get on and, and hashtag speak Tish. If you've got a strategy yes. that you're using from, uh, from this podcast, I would love for you to hashtag uh, everyday leaders Hashtag 50 and 50 hashtag speak Tish and, uh, and get involved and follow her and her message. And, and I think you will be more empowered in your life. So thank thank you for being a guest today, Tish. Thank you, Mel, for having me. You're absolutely awesome and phenomenal. And I'm excited about all the things that you were doing and how you are so consistent in helping people to build their life, build their leadership. You've been a great blessing to me. Um, as well in helping me to just develop and I appreciate you and I love you dearly and I'm excited for you and I want everyone to share this broadcast share everything from everyday leaders and just stay tuned in because this is a message that we're needing for the time that our world is in right now thank you thank you thank you that's right step into your life be an everyday leader in your life you can do it it just takes one strategy a day and thank you so much Tish Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.